Hey y'all, it's Jana. This week's episode, Laura and I, right before we started recording, she's like, uh, uh, I'm nervous. And I was like, uh, same. Which is usually the case with us anyways, especially whenever we're going to approach a topic that we don't have any, like, uh, clinical training. We obviously, um, we just know our experience and we just want to share that with you because if she and I both kind of struggle with the same thing, there's a good chance that maybe y'all do too. And there's nothing more powerful than when someone tells you they understand what you're going through. So thank you for coming alongside us, for sending in your questions, for sending in your thoughts. That means a lot to us. It's like you're just a part of it, which we feel like you are anyways. So this week we're talking about fear. We're going to go there. And we're going to laugh because that's what we do. That's how we cope. And we just thank y'all so much for being here and just being our people. We love you guys. Hey, Donna. Hey, Laura. (laughs) How are (laughs) you? Okay. Are you asking me how I am or like how (laughs) the world is? (laughs) Burn it down. (laughs) Dumpster fire. Oh gosh. oh gosh. I mean, I feel like we can get through this. Let's start with how you are. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> uh, you and I were, were supposed to record like the end of last week and I had meltdown city, went to like a doctor's appointment that then ended up with five more, one of them being a weight doctor. <laughs> I can't. Talk about like, just like whenever they look and she's like, there's gotta be something wrong here. I'm like, I mean, I think, I think there's something wrong, but I also (laughs) think that that's right. Like I want there to be something wrong, but based on my zipper and my button, you know? (laughs) So it's so, I mean, I don't know how, like, I'm like, I cry, like, I mean, and fall apart, but then somehow I put in like my earbuds and talk to you on this. I'm like, we should probably tell them. You don't tell them how much I weigh. (laughs) (laughs) I've had some accountability. It's fine. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, so I'll keep y'all posted on that, but now I've got like a follow-up with, um, I, uh, just all sorts of doctors. It's, I don't know. It's hard because, you know, I'm on a new medicine and something had popped up on like my Facebook memories. And it was like two years ago, I looked so bright eyed and hopeful as I was starting my one drug. And I was like, this is it. This is a new beginning. And it, Little did I know that two years later, I would have been the Mayo Clinic in liver failure and on my second drug from that one. So it's, you know, and I posted it and then I felt bad. I'm like, I don't want this to look like some pity deal. It's more of like, you just never know what someone's going through and you have to advocate for yourself and which I've been super fortunate with my doctors, but that's a long way of saying not ideal, but you know, compared to the world (laughs) and the people around us, I don't really feel like I can complain. So, how about you? I saw some pictures of our boy Eli on the mail. Yeah, yeah. That Saturday was good. Sunday was a little bit terrifying. Um, You're experiencing your first. Yeah, yeah. We are what we like five days in to tropical Mm. storm or hurricane season, and we had our first tropical storm. Um, y'all aren't those people that show up late to the party y'all y'all arrive right on time (laughs) we we jump in in. so yes but um so tropical storm Cristobal came ashore not Mm. near us but we were on the east side which is apparently now that I know all these things the worst side to be on okay um 
so that was cool. Uh, and we had a really long day yesterday of a ton of rain and pretty significant storm surge, which mm-hmm. just happened to ha- uh, be at while it was high tide, which mm-hmm. that's increased- a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Increased the flooding. So, um, I got out a little bit early morning just to see what was happening. I had some friends traveling home from Texas and they were kind of wondering what was going on, like if they were going to be able to get home or whatever. And so I got out about 1030 and then we got out again right after church because Jeff wanted to go see everything and the boys wanted to see. And so we kind of drove through and at that point, just in like the two hours, uh, water was now not just on the road, but across the road in several places and they were closing Mm -hmm. streets and it was kind of Mm -hmm. a crazy afternoon. It was so crazy, but, um, I'm learning, I'm learning that you don't get worried down here until it's at least a category two. Apparently that Mm. is uh, okay. You just hold on tight. Yeah. Let me say y'all, these are not official statements from FEMA. (laughs) These are (laughs) the statements. Like unlike last week when Laura was sharing her official statements from Mississippi, Mississippi state. And it was very noncommittal slash professional. Your PR (laughs) was showing now, now your fear is showing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just appropriate for today. Yeah. So, but yeah. before yeah. that, we got kicked. We kicked off with baseball season, and um, we got to play on Saturday, which it was kind of like, you know, like the rain band. So it would like rain for like ten minutes, and then it would stop, and the sun would come out, and it would be amazingly humid. Um, and then we'd play for a little while, and then the next band would come in. But um, they won both of their games and ended up winning the tournament because they were the number one seed. Since they didn't play on Saturday, they just awarded them the the tournament so they got their first okay. ring of the season so we're super That's excited exciting. yeah it felt good it was weird good does that is that a yeah. thing now no I mean well I think anything's a thing now okay it was concession stands were closed oh that's sad which if you've been at all I don't get my pickle and my blow pop then I was <laughs> like are you even at a game yeah. Your ballpark hot dog yeah um so concession stands were closed and the bleachers were closed Okay, so where did you sit? You had to bring your own chair? Yeah, you have to bring your own chair in. You can't go in until right before your game starts. And they're asking people to just be there for their game and then leave. Okay, so, well, you know, I love watching as many Little League games right, as I can. Right. So that's, <laughs> no, no that's a damper. <laughs> that puts a damper on that for me. But yeah, so this oh. weekend we're supposed to, we're headed north. We're going to, we're supposed to play in Flowood, which is kind of my old stomping, stomping grounds. It'll be an hour from, from home, so to speak. So um, three nice. hours from my actual house, but um, but it, So an hour from like Louisville, Noxipater area? Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. So, we're excited. Okay. Excited. Okay. May see may see some old friends because a lot of I those like teams it. come over and play. So we're excited. But that felt it. normal. And that, in the yeah. midst of all of the other things going on, it felt good to just watch some. Yes. William had started back this morning. He had to be at school at six thirty. Oh. Um, granted we literally live like three miles from school. So that's and also Will took him. So <laughs> I mean, you know. It's fine. I'll try and survive. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he had to be, he's got to be at school Monday through Thursday for pretty much the entire summer, uh, 6.30 to 10.30 for mm. football That's slash strength and conditioning because, you know, you got to 
use the right verbiage or you'll get in trouble. And then Anna mm-hmm. starts soccer practice tonight with her new team. Yay. And it's heavy, like, you know, they have to write optional in there like 84 times, but optional is also like a wink and a nod. Like, uh-huh. you better yeah, be, be there. there. You better, yeah. you better show up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, same thing. Like they don't want parents there. They want you to like push your kid out of the car and go. Yeah. So tuck and roll onto the field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. And it's doing good. Like with the, um, I saw on Instagram that we went goggle shopping. Yeah. Well, you know, the boys (laughs) were trying to convince her to get some lacrosse goggles, which look more like, like a catcher's mask just for your eyeballs. (laughs) And so we are, we're still in the process of that, but it's, you know, and it kind of even goes to today's topic. It's you, you know, I mean, the doctor told her like you, if you want to play sports, you have to wear protective glasses because mm-hmm. if you take a hit to the eye, then you will lose your eye. And mm-hmm. because it has so much permanent damage and people have been sweet to ask. So she's doing really good. I mean, you would look at her and never know. Um, now I think like ophthalmologists can look at her and they can kind of tell just because it's like her pupils a little misshapen, like just a touch or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, she, you know, takes drops when she needs to, to keep her pressure down. And she has like a crushed drain, um, so, you know, besides that, she's fine, but, uh, but, but they do, but, you know, they kind of instill this fear in you of like what mm-hmm. could happen. Yeah. And so it's hard to find some really cool, um, rec specs as they're called. I bet. I bet. Uh, we have, you know, find, found many a lawn mowing goggles. So. <laughs> I don't even know that was the thing. Oh, I mean, you got to watch out for those weed eating clippings. So it's. <laughs> Everything's a thing, Laura. Everything is a thing on Amazon. So, okay. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, speaking of everything being a thing, Mm -hmm. today's topic's Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. If you look back, what is our top like two episodes? Friendship? Uh, Friendship and anxiety. Those people look like they go hand in hand. Anxiety, I don't friendship. Know. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh, pretty telling. <laughs> yeah. And then, but when, but I know that we've talked about, like, anytime we talk about anxiety, we talk about worry or mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we talked about this, like this was going to be our episode. First of all, it goes deeply <laughs> in line with what is happening in the world right now. Um, yes. It is. I cannot imagine the fear that our friends face when they send their kids out. Like I just, mm-hmm. I can imagine it, but I can't even begin to understand. Um, but just thinking about fear and worry. So you, that's what we're like, okay, what is the difference between fear, anxiety, and worry? Yeah. So we and did, as we always you do, did some research, we did some research. <laughs> Everything we, we know, we learned from psychologytoday.com. <laughs> <laughs> a quick Google search will help things clarify. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so we're going to speak on worry a... and fear, and, okay. and I'll speak on anxiety and fear. Okay, so what I found basically uh, the big differentiation is that fear is like a deeper internal emotion response it's involuntary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whereas worry is often a choice and it's uh 
fear is usually brought about by things that we know and understand. Like we've researched them. We know to be afraid of them or we've, we've experienced them. Snakes. Even. Yes. Snakes. Uh, frogs. We're going to talk about that. Uh, whereas worry is kind of the futuristic, like a, a preoccupation with things that could happen in the future. And while they both elicit like a physical response, like with, Mm -hmm. with fear, if you've ever been truly scared in a situation, like your heart beats and you may start sweating and you like your knees get crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then worry your physical response is usually like a more gradual thing. It's like your head, you know, you may develop a headache or you may have kind of an upset stomach or Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but I thought the, the thing that struck me the most was that that fear is, is a, it's like of something that's known, like Mm -hmm. kind of get it, you know, Um, that there's consequences or like something will come right. Like if this happens, then this will happen. And this is worst case scenario. It's like something to be afraid of. Yeah. And it felt like a little more in some of the things, like more, (laughs) I'm going to use the word rational. Yeah. I'm about to tell y'all that I'm scared of frogs, which is completely irrational. Um, (laughs) that it is, it's like you've thought it through and there's some logic behind it because you Mm -hmm. understand it. Whereas worry is kind of like the, well, this could happen or this scenario. It's all what ifs and could ifs and should have. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. grandma was always like, worries like a rocking chair. You're doing something, but you're not accomplishing anything, you know? I like it. I like yeah. it. Worries she would like also say, if you have anything to worry about, let me know and I'll worry about it for you. So <laughs> she was a worrier. That's what I'm saying. That's why she had all sorts of little sayings about it. She was a worrier. She, she got it. She got it yeah. on a very personal level. Yeah. <laughs> I like yes, it. Okay. So what did yeah. you find out from about fear and anxiety? How, how well, do we cause I feel like those have words been just like interchangeable for me. Like, I mean, I think when I think of fear, I think of being afraid. I think mm-hmm. of, you know, like going to a haunted house and that, like being scared, mm-hmm. I think of fear mm-hmm. and scared more, but like, you know, then when you really kind of dive into it. Um, so fear, um, so this is from psychology today. <laughs> it says in general, fear is seen as a reaction to a specific observable danger. So like you were mm-hmm. saying, it's something mm-hmm. that's observed. Like you can, uh, while anxiety is seen as a diffu- uh, diffuse, a kind of unfocused, objectless, future oriented fear. I like that mm-hmm. part. I mean, I don't like it, but I like that. Yeah. So anxiety is more of a future oriented fear. Thus, mm-hmm. fear is anxiety that is attached to a specific thing or circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they are the same, but it's like a, it's like a little subcategory, mm-hmm. I guess. Anxiety would be like a subcategory of fear. Um, mm-hmm. I think anxiety stems from fear and then it yeah. becomes more of a condition. Right. Um, so maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can yeah. really have one without the other. Yeah. I think if you don't learn how to uh, acknowledge yeah acknowledge handle overcome uh embrace whichever whichever way you want to take with whatever fear you're dealing with it can definitely turn into that it sounds like when you think about there's people that have anxiety disorders like you don't hear of people that have worry disorders or fear (laughs) disorders i mean it's like there's an anxiety i mean it is like a medically recognized Mm -hmm. disorder Mm -hmm. and it's like but that's what our mind and body can do to us and and I know that's really hard in the um 
the faith based world because it is then you can you can be fearful that you are or maybe it's worry you know like but you have this feeling like you're doing it wrong or Mm -hmm. that you're not trusting god enough and it's like guys that's not it like this is something that is anxiety is out of your control yes Mm -hmm. you can do things to help you overcome fear and you can do that but it's like don't ever let your faith stop you from getting help Mm -hmm. if anything let your faith guide you to help because god is so sweet and that he made some incredibly smart people to help people through things and i think it's it's really insensitive to for us as believers um to just kind of be dismissive about people who struggle uh-huh. with anxiety and worry. Uh, it's like, oh, did you pray about it? That, that's what I was just going to say is to be, you know, that's so not empathetic. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's anti-empathetic, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Well, you think about you something, think of, okay. So say that you're struggling. I mean, I would say that pretty much, and it's both of ours. It was at the top of both of our list, mm-hmm. you know, William is about to start driving. He's going to turn 16 on July 24th. And um, that is, it like makes my stomach hurt. It's, you know, I've got worry, fear, and anxiety all surrounding (laughs) it. But so that would be like me calling Laura as William leaves the house for the first time to drive and be like, Laura, I'm really nervous. Like, I just, you know, he's not that great of a driver, you know, (laughs) like, you know, all these things. And she's like, did you pray about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, what she could do is kind of be like, friend, I cannot imagine that's got to feel like an out-of-body mm-hmm. experience. I love you. I'm going to pray with you. Can I pray for mm-hmm. you? And mm-hmm. here, let's do these things, you know, to help you through this until he gets home safe again. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, I think as Christians, we can just be flippant. And it's like, that's our easy button. And listen, prayer is the easy button. Prayer sure. is like your direct communication with God. But that does not mean that all of a sudden, you just like, you mm-hmm. just shouldn't be af- afraid. Right. So, right. Unless God gives you that, that peace supernaturally oh, when you're struggling totally with that. Capable <clears throat> and yeah. more than capable. And, but I think sometimes like there's things we got to walk through and, mm. you know, yes, there's maybe other things attached to it. For sure. Like control. So uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Were you, did, did you just give me the side eye when you said that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like you but, just called me out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's no. funny. Okay. So in, because we are so, you know, we're research based here at the all things good podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did a that's little. Down for. <laughs> We did a little digging into uh, what other people, and we, and we also crowdsourced. We we got some feedback from you guys. Uh, Newsflash: a lot of y'all had the same fear. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because we're talking to a lot. There's a lot of mamas out there, and a mm-hmm. lot of our our fears centered around that. But we did. We wanted to know what the top like general public fears were like just mm-hmm. not just the people who listen to our podcast. And so, yeah. uh, we, we found a survey from 2019. It was last summer. So not even so think a year about old. that, but that's okay. last year before uh-huh. 2020 showed up and just <laughs> crapped on all of us. <laughs> right. Right. Just so like- it was, <laughs> It was a survey done by Chapman University uh, and there were 
uh, a little over 1,200 participants in the survey, and they used a random sample, which means that it's scientific and that we can, you know, kind of infer the results. But yeah. I was shocked at the number one fear, number one fear. Well, 77.2% of people surveyed said corrupt government officials, number one fear. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and lay this out. I need you when people listen. I want them to hear the very first word we said: corrupt. Not just government officials. Mm -hmm. People aren't afraid of government officials. They're afraid of corrupt government officials. Mm -hmm. And one like, I love police officers with my whole heart. I love mm-hmm. firefighters. I love great, great senators for that them. fight for us. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Like some of our very, our very dearest friends are police officers. So hear me when I say I am pro good police officers. And, <laughs> um, I will say will one of, um, his, uh, best friends, uh, was a police officer for like 20 years. And he was talking to him about it cause we were just grieved for our nation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, I just want to hear your take on it. And Uh, and we're obviously talking about George Floyd. Um, And he said, I think that there, that all criminals should be prosecuted. And he said, and there's criminals in every line of work. There are criminal cops. He said, just the same way there are criminal. I mean, listen, there are preachers Mm -hmm. that are criminals. Does that Mm -hmm. mean that we throw the church out? No, but I think that right now there's like a reckoning happening and the fact that that was people's fear in 2019. Mm. I mean, this wasn't like this poll was done yesterday. Right. Um, Because if it was done yesterday, then I'm going to go ahead and say that number two on the list probably (laughs) wouldn't have made it. It's (laughs) pollution of oceans, rivers, and lakes. (laughs) Guys, what I'm trying to say is none of y'all have been in pollution as one of your greatest fears. Which is crazy because number four is pollution of drinking water. What is wrong with these people have a lot of fear about pollution? I need to worry about more. I'm wondering where these, well, it says random sample of people in the U.S. So it wasn't like one specific area of the the country. It wasn't, yeah, where Aaron Brockovich was. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I do, I think that that is, I mean, so you just think if you are a minority you have every right to be fearful. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if you're not a minority, you should be fearful of that, you know, for wanting equality. And so I just think that here's when we say it's corrupt. It's Mm -hmm. not, we're very grateful for the people in power that take care of us and fight for, fight for equal um, rights. Yeah. So. I will say yesterday, I, um, the Pascagoula, I would just shout out to the Pascagoula police. I was so impressed that they were out in full force, like closing right. I mean, cause it was mm-hmm. pretty stormy and they were out closing roads and they were out trying to keep people from making stupid decisions and yeah. which driving down the beach while the water's yeah. so they turned told you to turn around and go home yeah, so they told me not to drive it no. yeah um we had we had stopped before it got to that point but they had they were out putting up barricades and like they left hosting. their families yeah to do that. yeah to get out and do that and so so here I say that and I love that you know it's it's the emphasis on the word corrupt we're not um you know we we want to to be very mindful of that. But I thought it was so interesting that this was not quite a year ago before, before COVID. Yeah. You know, there's been a, a lot of 
a lot of conspiracy yeah. thrown around with that before, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, before 2020. <laughs> Took a dump on us. <laughs> Just yeah. the whole year as a whole. Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, there, there were but I would say probably there's people that aren't surprised by that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I Number six was where... air pollution. Guys, what? <laughs> I mean, why my grandma, like, let me give you some things to worry about. Okay. Here's, I would let, this is me. This is like my total nerd brain. I'm like, I'm wondering if these were, this was like multiple choice or like you could choose from okay. a list or if people And then maybe it these. was done by like, it was done by like a Nat Geo. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They sponsored the survey. Because like, just listen real quick. Number one is corrupt government officials. Number Uh two, above what I'm about to say, above number three, (laughs) you know, it goes one, two, three, two is pollution of ocean rivers and lakes. Grant, do I think you should throw stuff in? All I have in my mind is, you know, being a kid and thinking of if you had like a six pack of cokes and you had that plastic deal and you didn't cut all of them some duck was going to get choked out somewhere like i've got images but yeah, or, uh, number or three releases oh that could yeah that would do some damage uh mm-hmm. number three right underneath pollution pollution of ocean rivers and lakes is people i love become seriously ill yeah i mean come what? on and then I mean... right okay number four people <laughs> po- pollution of drinking water right above number five People, have People love I love dying. I'm not going to lie. I mean, guys, I sometimes whenever I drink my water and I think my water softener might be broken, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, <laughs> uh, this, this could be like this. This could be <laughs> it. Yeah. As I then make my French fries. Um, but yeah, but I do love the very last one that I think was an entry from Will Hold was not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm future. saying. I want to know if people could write these in or if these were like uh, provided answers. Yeah, because, yeah, not having enough money for the future, that was a will hold. And that was a write-in, I'm pretty sure. So, But I thought it is interesting that the, all of, like, the 1 through 10, even 10 was 55.7% of respondents yeah. said not having enough. So over yep. half of the people surveyed said that's a fear for don't, them. Don't give Will, like, just stop. He sent me an IRA update today. Like, I know. Mm. it's it's fine just uh, like I said did you ask him if you could go to Target (laughs) no I mean I know because apparently I can't just cash it out I'm like why are you gonna share that number with me that's not that exciting so tempting me with it yeah so what is besides pollution like what would be your biggest fear (laughs) pollution of drinking water oh I would definitely say I have a greater fear of something happening to my kids or Jeff while mm-hmm. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people are the like they're they're more worried about something happening to them and leaving. But mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's me being selfish. But I'm like, look, I'm going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going handle I'm it. Going, handle it. Yeah. I've done the best I can while I'm here. No, not, not making, I'm going to be with Jesus. So yeah, yeah. not worried about that. Y'all that does not make me fearful at all, but something happening to my kids or to Jeff does make me, uh, for some, some logical things, like obviously, uh, we live 
in a parsonage provided as part of Jeff's job. So if something happens to Jeff, then, you know, we have, have to move and we have, you know, there's like things like yeah. that, that, that make me fearful secure, for the future. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, some security. Mm -hmm. But I think also something happening, happening to my children and having to live through live. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just live. That's like something said, just, that's it. Just live. I mean, like yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, so what are you into? Yeah. Yeah. Mine is yeah. losing Willow the kids. And I mean, I, um, just that thought, like, you know, and we've also had, we've seen kids at our kids' school commit suicide. And I mean, mm. I've like grabbed both of my children by their face and said, I could not, you know, like, please. And then I get this irrational, this, I'm going to give y'all just a little insight into Jonna's brain. <laughs> like one of the, one of the hardest things, this is going to just like, you're going to be like, Oh gosh, that's pathetic. One of the hardest things for me to pray for is God's will for my life. Mm. Because I'm like, what if his will for my life? This is like about, you're about to see a spiral. Y'all might like <laughs> send me, send me some like counselors. <laughs> so, but it's like, what if his will for my life is like that? Like my kids, die and then I have to go on the speaking circuit and talk about how my faith pulled me through oh my gosh <laughs> I'm not kidding because I've heard that people speak and they're so dynamic and it's like oh my gosh like how did they do this like how have they survived like how do they stand up here and you know and it's yeah. just like oh gosh like god I would be a really bad public speaker please don't you know but no I mean I've I have I've seen people lose their kids and it's like the grace mm -hmm. granted you're not seeing it all but mm -hmm. oh my word i just people that mm -hmm. lose pregnancies like that just oh my gosh i mean my it just it breaks me and so there's just something um about that like that just i don't know it's it makes me like that's that's a a fear that produces anxiety for me because mm -hmm. i can go dark and so and then i would say the other one um would be uh with my health like declining as it has like just that it w if it gets to the point that you know I can't take care of myself and then I'm a, a burden with that nothing mm. makes will more than when I say those things but those are my fear like that's what I'm fearful of and then just to go even more deeper you know so mm -hmm. uh, I would mm -hmm. say um so I really struggle with like imposter syndrome mm. like you know what if people you know, find out that I'm, I'm not funny or that I'm not good at design or that, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to really edit a podcast. <laughs> so, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I just, you know, just all the things like just being found out as being a fraud, like is one mm -hmm. of the things. And then, um, you know, just to keep going, cause I feel like this has turned into my, um, counseling <laughs> session. <laughs> it would say, I'll um, send you a bill after yeah, as will our, our listeners. <laughs> Been moaning, been moaning. Um, but I would say I feel like you're about to tell me to lay down on the couch. <laughs> Just laying down on that, that couch behind you back there. Yeah. But I would say my like throughout all of this is like looking at just the pure evil and seeing it mm -hmm. and being like somebody raised that child. Maybe they raised them to be that way, but mm -hmm. I, I hope not. And it's like my kids losing sight of God, oh, yeah. like, and yeah. turning their back on God. That is, pro that honestly should be my biggest fear is, mm. you know, and I think just as they're getting older and further from my grip, 
you know, I just had lunch with them earlier. And I, I mean, I tell them that a lot, you know, like, I just need you. I need you to always love Jesus. I need yeah. you to make sure that you love others the way Jesus love others. So, yeah. Yes, for sure. I think that that is, uh, I think, and I think someone sent that into like people that they love not knowing Jesus. Like, I mean, that should really be our the, biggest fear. Yeah. Like eternal, um, eternal life yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Just thinking through that, that is, uh, I, can't, I don't remember, not that we were going to give names, yeah, but, but they did. someone yeah, did post names. that. Yeah. I did. And uh, I remember seeing that and I was like, mm, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. Uh, I think I also struggle with uh, long-term illness, like where somebody, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like a burden to someone yeah. else. Like we've had the whole conversation about like, if my, if, if something happens to me, I need you to, to let me go. Like if I'm not going to be me. where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not going to be like, um, where I mean, if I'm going to be life. a burden to you. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, just let me go. Let me go. Well, it comes so down to can... quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I do, I struggle, I struggle with the kids too. Like just, the, I want them to love Jesus so much and I want the fruit yeah. of their life to reflect that love and yeah, which is why I'm so hard. on. Well, them. you know, what's really hard too is, well, you think about like, we all know the kids that the parents think the kids are really awesome. And then you're like, mm, I've seen the way that kid acts. And I told my kids, I'm like, if you're that kid, I will, I will homeschool you so hard and look how dumb you'll be, you know, like not because homeschooling's dumb, but because I am. And that is as far as you're getting, but it's like, I just, I mean, but that fear is kind of the same as like the imposter deal. Like what if my kids are really tired? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and I don't you know, know and I think they're great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's scary. Like what, like, I mean, you think about like these kids that are bullies, like if Mm -hmm. my kid was a bully, that would be devastating. I know. It's like, you You kind of want to do like a, a hidden camera. It's like that boss one. What's the undercover boss? (laughs) Yeah. Undercover boss. I want to be a kid in middle school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be in your classes all day long. (laughs) If I can go particularly during a hormone heavy time when I have a little bit of acne, that will really set me me in motion. I do feel like though we can get some insight into that a a little bit, maybe by Mm -hmm. the things that I, I, and I'm learning this more with Eli than I am, I think with Riley, because he, when it's just the two of us, he says things to me that tell me what's going on when I'm not around, like things that, that upset him or make him like go this. Yeah. Like the social justice part. Like when he tells me, you know, when I say, how come you're not friends with so-and-so or how come you don't like so-and-so? And he says, so-and-so was mean to so-and-so and And, you know he said that to me before and I'm like okay okay that's I can handle that answer um not that I don't want him to not be friends Mm -hmm. with everybody but you know just like where he he recognizes that and I think that goes back to you know this what is happening in our world is when we raise kids to recognize when others are not being treated fairly regardless of race, color. I mean, let's, we came from a school where the, the poor, poor kids were, you know, probably taught, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, treated worse than, mm-hmm. than yeah. um, the students of color there like that, like be nice to just those kids injustice. too. Yeah. Yes. Just, just well, it's like for speaking out, asking, I guess. I mean, I've asked my kid, yeah. 
well, just being Jesus. I mean, being in the hands mm-hmm. and feet of Jesus, like we're mm-hmm. all called to be disciples. And it's like, yeah. how are you going to make disciples if you kind of suck? And it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, it's layman's yeah. term. That's the <laughs> message version. Um, but it's like, I know. I know our friend JJ had said, there's a difference between friends and friendlies. Like mm. you don't have to be friends with every, well, I guess it was, it wasn't JJ that said that. It was my friend Joy that said that. I got the J wrong, but she, um, or maybe it was JJ. Was it that said? It's I like think it's JJ. Friends and friends. Yeah, that's friends right. And that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, friends and friendlies. And it's like, oh, that's right. Cause I talked to, um, but I know my friend Joy, she's told like, you're like, she sit, tells her girls and she has two of the sweetest girls. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other thing. I like to look at my friends that have kids that are kind and ask them, what are you, what have you done? Ta- mm-hmm. Teach me your ways. <laughs> and so I know we've looked, you know, to our friends a lot, but Joy, I mean, she's told her girls like they, you know, you, you have, you have to be kind to everyone, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you give them the ability to control mm-hmm. your emotions. And so mm-hmm. I just think I loved uh, Beth Moore. Mella, oh gosh she she had posted mamas don't let your babies grow up to be racist um it. and I just think you know that should be all of our goals yes so, because I just feel like when we get to heaven oh man are people going to be shocked mm. holy you cow know? they are yeah. gonna yeah I, I think I posted be, that last week <laughs> oh yeah yeah some yeah, of y'all yeah, gonna be it. surprised <laughs> yeah Jesus Jesus don't look yes. like us Um, No, all that to say that these fears, they're deep. And I think because we let so many things determine our self-worth other than Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And um, am I letting the way that my uh, kids appear to others be like, is that more of like a pride thing? Mm -hmm. Or is it, I mean, that's what it needs to come down to. And Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I know I was, talking to JJ earlier, uh, about, uh, just, you know, something with anxiety related. And she had said something, I wrote it down when we were talking and I was like, what is the root source? Like, mm-hmm. what is the root source of this fear? What is, and a lot of times it does come back to pride. I mean, mm, and that's sure. embarrassing for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just, I was going to say my friend, um, Brandy, who is, uh, super wise, she always, over when I'm struggling with anxiety or fear or whatever, she will pray specifically like the take captive every thought. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. that's, that is, uh, and Jeff has said this before, your thoughts, your thoughts become your actions, oh, your actions become wonderful. your habits. Like we, we preach yeah. that to our kiddos, um, in youth for years, but, um, that just taking captive those thoughts before they spiral out of control or before they, um, move toward an action that, you mm-hmm. know, results in sin or starts to, you know, just like the, the fear, um, mindset takes hold and, and, uh, yeah, grows roots, you know, in your heart and in your mind. And so I think that's really, uh, you got to move fast. I mean, it's, you do because you can spot you gotta, you gotta get out the, you know, the, what is it that Monsanto was the weed, the weed killer roundup. Oh, I mean, you know, I was like, that's good. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's probably number seven fear on that list. <laughs> roundup. So all the weed, but you do, and, you gotta get out there. But the way that you, you do. do that is you fight back with scripture. I mean, if you fill your you heart do. and I will say my friend joy is phenomenal at this you send mm-hmm. her some prayer requests she's going to send you back 
scripture. She has memorized. I'm not great at memorizing scripture. Mm -hmm. I wish I wish I was. I -hmm. could beat somebody in like a um you know a Bible uh where you Bible drill the Bible yeah Bible Mm -hmm. drill and they Mm -hmm. tell you to turn it. I I got you. I got you covered Mm -hmm. on that. But um and I know scriptures and I mean I know for us as a family that uh, Second Timothy one seven that is our go to scripture. Mm-hmm. Like we ask our kids and it's, you know, I'm going to read it just cause I don't want it, but I mean, cause I'll, otherwise I'll do it the whole, whole way. Um, <laughs> but for, instead of the new living, living <laughs> translation way, um, for God has given us a spirit of fear and timidity, mm-hmm. but God has not given us a spirit of fear, timidity, but power, love and self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times Will says that to our kids mm-hmm. and am. then to me, yeah. you know? Cause we so, all need that reminder. That's, that's so good. One of the things that I have been saying, I'm going to do maybe before the summer's over is do scripture cards. Have you seen those uh-huh. where they're like on a um, key, like a jumpering uh, thing yeah. uh-huh. and you uh-huh. do um, well, kind of like what we have from the dandelion yeah. time, but like on a jumpering, but I want to do them um, where I like, you know, actually write them out. Yes. Like journal them and like make them pretty because the more time I spend on it, the more it's, on my heart and in my mind, I hope. So um, there's a book called the praying life that mm-hmm. I did with um, a small group and it was really good. And it kind of teaches you and you even use like index cards for mm-hmm. praying um, and that, and you basically, so say there's a prayer, you then find a verse that goes with that prayer that you want to mm-hmm. pray over that prayer request. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's good. Um, That's good. I recommend that book. And then the circle maker, two of the most oh, dynamic gosh, yeah. books I've read for it's my prayer life. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll put that. We'll, Patterson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll link those um, in the show notes for you guys. Yes. Um, yeah. There's, there's some other scripture too, that we, we go to um, Isaiah 41, 10. Y'all know mm-hmm. I've probably shared before. I'm not much of an old Testament girl, but and it sounds terrible. <laughs> Jeff will tell you, he makes fun of me all the time. I'm like, I really like the new Testament better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think more fun. I know. I think it's easier to read. Um, but anyway, Isaiah forty-one ten says, "Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand." Um, that's mm-hmm. I love that one. That's Just the reminder, business. yeah, that he's he's not he has not left us. Um, that's a good one too. And then, uh, I also just love the tie between love and fear. Um, yeah. Oh, first. Yeah. First on four, 18 and 19 for there is no, no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear for fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Uh, so I love that. Just the reminder that, you know, maybe this is a good, good time to, um, just be reminded of how much you are loved. Like you said, that you are worthy. And well, you think and, about people that are scared to love and it's because it's like, they have a fear of letting go of that control or fear of getting mm-hmm. hurt. But mm-hmm. when they let go of that fear is when they kind of step into love or in a relationship or whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, yeah. I don't think that Jesus would talk so much about it if it wasn't hard and if it wasn't a problem, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, he obviously knew that, I mean, he knows us so well and mm. this is a struggle that we, that we all have. 
For sure. Yeah. For Psalm, sure. Psalm 34, four says, I sought the mm-hmm. Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of those things, like you read that and it's like, well, I don't feel that way. And it's like, you have to just keep praying it mm-hmm. and praying it and speaking it and speaking it until you believe it. And I think uh, I also, this verse, I love to just the whole concept of a prayer journal is that you can go back in that journal and see all of the times where you have written it up. Yes. Um, We just talked about that in our small group last night. We were talking about like, when is the last time you remember like feeling the hand of God on your life? And what's so embarrassing is we all have these amazing things that have happened and that but it's just like your kids, your kids say something funny and people are like, you need to write it down. And you're like, I'm going to remember mm-hmm. that. Cause that was funny. And then you don't. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, it's so my friend just said is phenomenal at like keeping journals upon journals, like prayer mm-hmm. journals. And she will call you like two years later and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I just need to mark it off. Was this answered or not? And you're yeah. like, yeah. remember that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I, I have, I have the, um, all of my prayer journals in a, they're all in one box. Um, and the boys, they know that's what that is. Like they're in mm-hmm. they're they're like, oh, there's mom's journals, but I hope that one day. I, oh, that's, that's going to be prayer. so sweet. That is, that has been my prayer is that they would one day just be able to go back through those and see how often they were prayed over and prayed for. And it's going to be when things. you're gone before them. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and they're like dad can we throw this box away <laughs> and he's like i don't know donate it <laughs> and it's gonna end up in goodwill and somebody like jj or i are gonna rip the covers off and use it on a bookshelf somewhere so <laughs> <beautiful>. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah funny. and i will say my grandma i mean this was her she always says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god yeah. what you need and thank him for all he has done and mm-hmm. so it doesn't say he's going to give it all to you. I mean, I know in the Bible, but it's like, just thank him. Thank him for everything yes. he's done. And that's Philippians 4, 6. But I know for me, like doing like a gratitude, like mm-hmm. just sitting there and trying to think, I did like a gratitude journal one year. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there were days where I'm like, thanks for the air conditioner. You know, like you're yeah. like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> thanks for my toothpaste, you know, but yeah. just practicing that and just realizing mm-hmm. everything is his. And so mm-hmm. if we really, 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 really think about everything being his Mm. then we shouldn't be fearful but our mind just can't comprehend his vastness Mm. on this earth so yeah for uh, sure so what do you do when you're fearful uh or anxious yeah working on the scripture that's the that's the big thing but um also uh i think breathing (laughs) i think is is good good to remember that yeah. Yesterday I was really struggling, uh, just what kind of working myself up, watching the radar, watching it rain outside, watching people posting pictures. Like it was just, it was a lot. And so just trying to remember to breathe. But then the mm-hmm. other thing that I've really found, I would say over the last few weeks, especially is a timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that can look like a lot of things. Sometimes it's a literal, like stepping away from the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like a social media timeout, uh, which has, I would recommend uh, that to a lot of people right now. <laughs> just, just stepping away, turning the social medias off and the news off and the things and getting, for me, I think what God is, has really been working on my heart is stop going there and come to mm-hmm. me. So oh, stop reading, 
stop reading that and read my mm-hmm. word. And so mm-hmm. I have been reading and rereading some James just mm-hmm. about. Why haven't you been what... reading numbers? That'll really set your heart on fire. <laughs> some Leviticus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You never hear anybody say, oh, my favorite verse in numbers, you know. I have just been, um, I did that, that um, BSF study a few weeks ago, and I've just been going back and rereading and reading different versions of it. But I mean, the whole book is about what your life should look like. If you love Jesus, it should be how your life reflects that. And so when I start to get that, like, you know, feeling that shortness Uh of breath. And I'm like, okay, it's time for me to step Mm -hmm. away from all of that and, and get back to what God is. Get out of the worry rocker. Yeah. Get into some productive. (laughs) Get up out of my rocker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh What else? For me, like with, with fear, this again, like, I think this could be like, John, that says weird things. That could be the name of this episode, but I ha- I'm a visual person. I mean, that's why I'm an interior design. Yeah. Uh-huh. John, that says weird things. Uh, I, so since I'm such a visual learner for me, I have to sit there and visualize and I tell my kids this, okay, mm-hmm. this is what you're scared of. Let's play that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what that looks like. Did you, but did you die? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, like I have to sit there and play out every option and mm-hmm. guess what? They rarely mm-hmm. ever happen. I mean, do you know how many fake conversations I've had with people like prepared <laughs> to be like defensive and I'm like, and then, and that's never happened. Like it never goes that way. So, but I, yeah. so I, I think, think I play out the worst case scenario, which rarely ever happens. And then I show myself I will survive. Yeah. Yes. I, I um, um, and I would say during this time, I've been very fearful of saying something wrong oh and gosh. saying something with good intentions that is more hurtful. Mm-hmm. And hear me when I say, I don't think I'm some voice that people are like, why we haven't heard John's stance on this, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's, and, and I've talked to my friends that I'm like, what do you want to hear from someone like me? And mm-hmm. Or do you want to hear from me? And they're like, no, I want to hear that you don't know what to say, but mm-hmm. that you love us and that you support us. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can do that. And because, I can, say because that. I can say that, can you write that down? For me? <laughs> you know, um, but it's like, I think too, you know, just don't let the fear of screwing up and mm-hmm. messing up, keep you silent because that's where mm-hmm. the devil does his best work. So mm-hmm. I think that fear has really taken a hold of a lot of people and Mm -hmm. and sadly I think it comes from a good place but then Mm -hmm. it's you know people fill in thoughts and Mm -hmm. people fill in for for you if you don't speak Mm -hmm. for yourself yeah so I also think it's important to you know as part of that uh uh, I think this was our third thing, but just like facing it, like I'm yeah. my fear of, of not saying anything or my fear of saying something in this situation. Um, but actually, you know, talking, talking through that with friends mm-hmm. that you trust, like safe places. And like you said, um, also researching it before you, you know, step out and, 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 um, a few months ago we had Stacy, um, Groon, who came on and told us about mm. the the way that she intentionally seeks out 
news and, and things like that. And I think that's such a good reminder. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that one. We'll, um, I'll try to remember to link it in the show notes for you guys to, to, uh, review, but she's, she's so intentional about the way that she tries to find multiple perspectives so that she can create this. And full, checking, is it a trusted news right. source? Those are hard to find guys. You're going to have right. to do some digging. Right. Which I think is the value of, of using multiple sources is that you can create that fuller picture. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's just like in a conflict, you never just take one person's side of the story. Like you try to get witnesses and you try to find out what's going on. And, and I mean, the police aren't going to investigate multiple witnesses. They're not just like, and we're going to take hers. I mean, I could be, you know, a crackhead, you know, we're not going to just take mine. (laughs) No. (laughs) So Again, says weird things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing, the thing that I love that you said, it. and I know it's your favorite, but it is going to be my favorite now too, is reward yourself. Oh, Laura yes. and I are rewards-based people. I am. I am. I like a little reward. Like, Hence my pants. You, yeah. <laughs> the next time you, you know, you have the fear of a snake and you, you overcome it, go get yourself some ice cream, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, buy that cute done. dress from Anthro you've been looking at. Guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to go get take a gander at PetSmart then, <laughs> and then hit up the Dairy Queen. So, oh, no, gosh. I do Ooh. think that that was good. It was like a you know, acknowledge your how you've worked through it. Acknowledge how you've been successful with overcoming that fear, that anxiety. Don't, don't just you know, and that's where, again, where I think that prayer journal comes back in is that you can, that's like tangible. I poured out my heart to the Lord and he answered it in this very specific way. Um, and, uh, so go reward yourself for my kids. This is going to be an earmuff situation real fast and give you a pause so you can tell your kids (laughs) to get out of the room. So Anna, okay. That's your pause is done. So the, now this is no kids. Uh, so Anna has ab- abdominal migraines, which stem from anxiety. And she all of a sudden was terrified. She is terrified of shots. Like the girl took a ball to the eye, lost her vision, <laughs> barely cried. You show her a needle. It's like full blown hysteria, um, terrified of shots, terrified of needles, um, all that. So she, she was going to, she knew she was having a really bad abdominal migraine to the point that we're really worried about her and ended up taking her to the hospital it was on her birthday. Super sad. Um, and, but she was like having a panic attack about going to the hospital. And so I had to sit her down and I would not suggest this. I would, but it did work. So I just said, I said, what are you so afraid of? And she was like needles and, you know, and she could barely breathe. I said, okay, let's talk about your fears versus reality. I said, you were so scared of the Easter bunny and he's not even real. <laughs> and she looked at me and she goes, wait, what? And I was like, wait, what? I thought you knew that. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And so then, and then she started asking me about every other person that, uh, and I, you know, I, I just was like, well, let's just go with it. I'm done with Elf on the shelf. But I did, I was like, but I told, I'm like, you were so scared of something that was You were about to shine as, that was like about to be your parenting, like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I took it down. I took it. I took, took down all of them. I was like, too very dumb. You know, like, <laughs> and Will's like, okay, too much, too much. 
So, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, and so, but the whole time, and then she said, when we got home from the hospital, she goes, I don't know what was more traumatic, the actual hospital or mom ruining all my childhood <laughs> You're welcome, Anna. You're yeah. welcome. You're better for it. We got you the health care you needed. So, but yeah, so I mean, but all that to say, you look at with your kids when your kids are scared of the dark. Think of mm. all the things you're doing for them not to be scared. You turn on the lights, you mm. put a light in the darkness. And it's like, that is what his word is. That mm. is what prayer is. Doesn't mean that they're not still going to be scared because they still have to face the dark. And, but you've given them tools to cope, mm. get them a nightlight. Mm. You do these things. And I think that we have to use those same steps that we would do anything for our kids to face their mm. fear. We have to do it, but yet we won't do it for ourselves. Right. So that's a good point. That's a really good point. Okay, uh, let me end on that so I don't just keep sounding dumb. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'll take my favorite real fast. And we're done. What what's your favorite? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love okay. you so much. <laughs> okay. No, so, I think this is really this I, would, yeah. I do we will we'll wrap yeah. up and then we'll move into favorites. Yeah. But I do think this is really important. Just reminders for um during this time for our own selves, but also, like you said, I mean, there are definitely, uh, I've seen lots of pictures of kids that are participating in the protests and the marches. And you, I cannot even, I mean, uh, the fear that, that may come from that later on and maybe in the moment, you know, we, we just want to give you guys some, some food for thought. We're certainly neither one of us like well, psychologists or whatever, is- but one of the most powerful things that someone can say is me too. Like mm-hmm. you, when you don't feel alone and when you don't mm-hmm. feel you're the only one, then you, I mean, that's what Satan uses. He uses, mm. he convinces you Isolation. that you're the only one that yeah. feels that way. And there are a lot of things that I'm the only one that feels that way. Cause I can go super weird, but <laughs> all that to say, like when you're, when you're like, when someone tells you like, Oh my gosh, I have imposter syndrome. And then you're mm-hmm. like, why do you have it? You know, mm-hmm. like, but think of the power that you're taking away from Satan and giving back to God whenever you just, mm-hmm. you know, you speak up and you speak out. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's a good, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you loving? What are you favorite? Let me tell you about now. some hyaluronic acid. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I love skincare. I love skincare. That's where Anna gets it from. Skincare and makeup. Like as long as, <laughs> as soon as my mom let me. Um, but I would say a lot of skincare can be really expensive. I use a ton of beauty counter. I love it. Um, but I also really like this brand called the ordinary and it is so cheap. I think I originally heard about it from, um, Jamie Golden and then, um, Melanie Schenkel. And, uh, I ordered it from Sephora. It is $6 and 80 cents for this glass jar. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like a one ounce jar, but a little goes a long way. And it's, really good. It's hyaluronic acid. It's um, got B5 in it and I put it on, I wash my face and um, then I put that on and it just like, it gives me so much more, more, like it just, my, my skin can be a little dry. So mm-hmm. that, I love that. $6.80. Can't go wrong. The ordinary will link that. And then um, I ordered uh, via Audible, uh, Knox McCoy. He's the co-host of the podcast. I'm sure you all know, but his book, mm-hmm. All Things Reconsidered. And I love it. And I love it, especially right now. It's just kind of taking your idea of things and then kind of reconsidering it. 
you know, and it's like, I think right now America is reconsidering racism. I hope, <sighs> you uh, know, um, yeah. let's hope, but it's, it's just a really good, he, I like the audible version because it's like listening to an extended podcast almost like oh, it's yeah. really mm-hmm. good. He's a really good storyteller. And I would say he writes similar to like Melanie Schenkel and Jen Hatmaker in that it's each chapter is kind of in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. William listened with me to one chapter and it was about who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron. And he was like, no, no. I mean, he had so many <laughs> thoughts, but he really liked it. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good, easy read. And I think it's just, it's, it's food for thought. I think it's mm-hmm. really good. So mm-hmm. both of those. Okay. Fun. That's awesome. How about you? Uh, well, you got to, you experienced my first one. I sure did. The beach. I got a new beach chair for Mother's Day and it's amazing. It's Life is Good brand. Uh, It has, it's like a backpack chair and that was a fun surprise for my boys for the beach. So it's really cute and bright. And you take that to the ball fields? I don't because it's so low. I was going to say because it's lower. Yeah. Yeah. But now that you live in that coast life. I know. And the coast I'd, is about to be right at your door with I'm about, to, about, I'm about to put it out in the backyard. Some oceanfront property. <laughs> um, I did get a new chair. It might be my new favorite thing after this next weekend. You but I got it. Yeah. I I'm gonna it's actually funny thing after all the conversations today, it's a rocker. Oh, you can sit <laughs> in it and worry. Yeah. It's a rocker for the ball worry field. Rocker. It's yeah. my worry rocker. It's a, yeah. I needed a new chair for the ball field. And so we, we ran into X after we left the ball field Sunday, Saturday. And, um, because apparently we like to play in white pants. So I had to get some new white pants. Cause you know, mm. they don't stay white for very long. Mm, mm, mm. Those are like so disposable had, pants. I know. I know about two tournaments is about all they're good for. But, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so I got that and I'll, I'll let you know, but then my other mm-hmm. favorite thing is the fact that baseball is back. I love, I love yeah. sitting out there. Love seeing him compete. It was just, mm-hmm. it feels good. feels good. And that's some good so. community too. It is. It is for you. It is. And he's, he's loving it. He's doing well. And, um, so I'm, I'm excited about, um, where, where we're headed. So got a, got a good season in front of us, hopefully. Yeah. That's my favorites. That's my favorite. I love it. Um, Mm. well, I think this was good. I mean, we were both worried how this would go. Yeah. (laughs) As we, as we normally are. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, guys, why wouldn't we be like Laura is here to rein me in and I'm here to sit at her feet. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that is not, it's my gay room. She's my gay room. Everybody always asks me, they're like, do y'all just laugh all the time? I'm like, well, yeah. You yeah. know, like we had to switch to video so we, you know, wouldn't laugh over each other or, you know, yes, stumble we can, on each other. We can see each other now, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we get very tickled, <laughs> very tickled. So, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. No. Okay. Well, I oh guess my. I should let my kids back in since there's a tropical storm outside. So <laughs> we'll end this episode y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay. Love you. Friend. Love you. Bye. Settle down girls.